You're listening to The Interview. In-depth retailer interviews with inspirational people. Hosted by Ben Bland. Brought to you by The Retail Exchange. In association with Retail Focus Magazine and Visual Thinking. Inspiring retail performance. Hello and welcome to The Retail Exchange podcast. I'm Ben Bland. In a competitive world, retailers have to innovate and change if they want to keep shoppers coming into their stores. Part of that is knowing what shoppers want and expect, and also understanding how to deliver change within a big organisation. Retailers might be able to learn from other sectors that have also had to adapt. It brings challenges, but also exciting opportunities. With me to discuss all of this is Ian McGarrigal, Chair of the World Retail Congress. Ian, what, in your view, lies ahead for retail in 2018? And what is there that we can get really excited about? The big issue, and has been for a little while, is just the enormous change and the transformation that retail has to undergo. We're we're seeing it uh, happening, and it's been sort of building up um, over the last two or three years, where retailers have understood that their business model has to change. I mean, the the rise of online, Amazon, um, Alibaba in Asia has really focused minds and and I think we've seen that sort of tipping point um, in the last sort of year or two where it's now and and the online players are really starting to make a difference. And we've seen it again uh, this last uh, uh, Christmas season, particularly uh, in the UK and uh, in the States where the online players just sort of continue to build market share, eating into traditional retailers. So if you're going to survive, you can't just do nothing and uh, we've certainly heard it um, from Doug McMillan at uh, Walmart where he said every associate in the business knows that the mantra is, is about change everything has to be looked at so I think for me um, in answer to your question I think that's uh, an ongoing um, theme that we're going to see uh, the retailers that are serious about uh, surviving and uh, creating uh, a, a new offer that um, consumers are going to want to, to buy from it's going to be about uh, in many cases quite a radical change to how they look and operate um, to serve the customer. Knowing that change is necessary is one thing, actually rising to that challenge is another. Do you think across the board retail is rising to the challenge of transforming and meeting the needs of customers in 2018? It's a really uh, interesting question and you would like to think that yes, they, they all, all would and it, uh, but it does pull you up sharp. We did some research uh, and presented research at the World Retail Congress um, last year, so about nine, ten months ago now. And uh, we asked senior retailers just that about what needs to, to change in the industry and what are they doing about it. And uh, we were, uh, well, everyone was really taken aback by the fact that, yes, universally everyone knows what needs to be done. But I think the, the stat was 52% hadn't even started that journey, if you can call it that. Um, so that's, that is quite shocking. And in making those big changes in the way that retail responds to changing customer demands and needs. Where do you think the biggest challenge lies, especially for large organizations? And are there any examples that you've seen of of, of a big organization actually doing it very well? Use the phrase large organizations. I think the the, the clue is in in that phrase. I mean, this is, as as you say, trying to sort of turn around an ocean-going liner. You can put the brakes on and it takes a long while for the for the boat to to stop when operating a big huge organization with thousands of uh, employees that's that's no easy thing um, to do so I think um, at the heart of a lot of the uh, the issues that retailers face it's it's managing that change it's bringing people along uh, right across the business um, seeing and buying into the vision that hopefully it's the right vision uh, that has to uh, the business has to go but of course 
that's just part of it. I mean, if you're a, a, an established retailer with hundreds, maybe even thousands of stores, that's no easy thing to assess that and make tough decisions about uh, closures, which are, we're seeing a lot of. I mean, that's, that's a big structural change that uh, retailers um, ha have to grapple with. Retail is not alone in having to respond to these big changes in society. Uh, I mean, the, the motor industry, the energy industry, just to name two others. Um, how much do you think retail can learn from other sectors? And, and what do they do that, that retail could perhaps do better? Well, I think you're right. And so again, it's a really good point. I think this theme of change, you know, retail isn't isn't alone. Um, it's happening right across the board, and some business sectors have uh, uh, faced that change. You know, like the travel industry, uh, much much earlier, with you know um, you know online sort of taking away the traditional business there. So, um, I, th I think you're absolutely right. Um, it's something we at the World Retail Congress constantly get asked for, which is interesting that they want to hear from related consumer-facing sectors, whether it's uh, food and beverage, um, hotel sectors, um, travel, entertainment, media, because all, all of those sectors are trying to find a, a new way of connecting with the consumer uh, when the traditional channels, the tr traditional routes no longer sort of uh, uh, prevail. So I think um, there's, there's lots that retailers need to be more open-minded about um, to learn from different sectors. What do you think, uh, on, a, on a strategic view, the dominant themes will be for retail in 2018? Um, well, obviously, aside from uh, from change, I think it's 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 trying to find a, a new way of blending and, and recognizing which technologies are going to make the big change. And I think uh, there's a, a I think everyone recognizes that technology is really important, but I think. Um, you also get a sense that it's a really tough thing for retailers to do. They've got finite resources. Where do you place your bets? Which technologies, which are changing so fast, uh, are going to make the, the real difference? So I think it's uh, there's, that, there's that aspect there that's going to uh, be a prevailing um, ongoing theme. But within those that technology area, the thing that people are talking about now is machine learning, artificial intelligence, robotics. These are almost sort of science fiction-like technologies that are here and now. And um, the, the thing that we hear from technology companies is th to try and persuade retailers, if they are scared of it, not to be scared of it, to embrace it, because it can really help drive an efficiency within the business. And that's not just about uh, lowering numbers of people in, in the business, but it's about how can you make the business more efficient to actually uh, help your customers, make the customer experience um, more seamless, more enjoyable, um, faster responding. Um, but for me also, something we pick up, it's almost rediscovering that emotional side of what retailing is. So I think, yes, we have to be almost obsessed by the technology that's going to and can enable change within the business. But uh, I see a sort of underlying beginning of a theme and conversations uh, that certainly I have and others on the team have is about, let's think what retail exists to be. And it is about selling product to customers and persuading them. Um, Maybe they didn't even know that they wanted it, but you know, retail is that emotional connection. So how, how can you rediscover those sort of shopkeeping skills uh, about selling product? And that, that can be online, but it's really reinventing that physical space. And, and you know, even if you've got less people in, in the store, but those people that are in the store should be absolutely brilliant. They should love to serve uh, people, really understand the brand and, and the product that they've got. I just wonder whether you, you perhaps think, from what you said just there, that uh, bricks and mortar stores are missing a trick by going after the technology and not making much more of the advantage they have over online sites, which is 
they have humans at the heart of the customer experience. And actually, as people, we relate far more to someone talking to us about the products that we're buying face-to-face, -face, telling us about it, you know, telling us how good we look in it even. Yeah, I, I think we've almost got to that point where um, established retailers are now um, so almost frightened by the online players and trying to emulate them and, as I say, chase the, the technology. And you can see it in many sort of retailers that I won't care to name where, you know, they, you can see the cutbacks that are being made in store. People are talking a good game about we need fewer stores and the stores we have will be flagships, but not really seeing evidence of that yet. But the really good retailers, um, you know, they've got great people in the business and it's, um, you know, how do you make that really stick? and um, you know, when people walk into a, a, a store, they should be just blown away with the you know experience from the, the humans, uh, as you say, in, in in the business that you know really bring to life the brand. Ian, we're delighted to have you on the Retail Exchange podcast. Obviously, people can listen to this anywhere in the world, and you are quite uniquely placed as chairman of the World Retail Congress to give um, a sort of a, a global view, if you like. And I just wonder where you feel uh, the innovation and the rising to the challenge of uh, change that's needed is. It, where in the world, which regions, is it being done best? Certainly a decade ago and certainly a bit longer than that, you would without a doubt say it's America and, and, and Europe, UK uh, in particular has always been seen as a sort of uh, a, a leading cutting edge uh, um, market in, in terms of its retail and um, to, many ex to an extent that's still true. But I think um, for me, Asia, particularly China, um, all that we see or we read and hear about, um, they are you know, really, I think, setting the pace. I mean, I think the, the big online players in China, particularly Alibaba and JD.com, they seem to have really understood the marrying of technology, but it's technology is an enabler, and it, it, what it enables you to do is, is really connect with your customers and just how they're understanding how consumers, particularly in Asia and, you know, I say, predominantly China, where it's all mobile-enabled, but it's, it's using the mobile to enhance a retail experience, create new retail experiences, Alibaba, like Amazon, is buying stores, so it's that interesting reconnecting and building a new uh, route forward, but it's reinventing, what they're doing is reinventing the physical space too. Just looking ahead to the uh, World Retail Congress 2018, what do you think the mood is going to be, and what are the themes that you're anticipating will emerge predominantly through that? My sense is that retail is, as I say, grappling with transformation, and that's that's really quite rightly obsessing retailers. But in many markets, and I would unfortunately say that UK is probably the exception at the moment, where it doesn't have the benefit of that underlying sort of retail sales growth that uh, we're seeing in uh, the rest of Europe or what we're seeing in, um, in in the US. So I think that's there's going to be a bit of a sort of a, um, a a conflict almost there with those, the, the mood. So do you think that has an impact on the appetite to embrace change and do things that are new and perhaps risky given the, the figures that you've just mentioned in the UK? Back in the old days, not so far ago, um, if retail sales were tough, people would hunker down, as they say, and just make tough decisions and make cuts. That's just not an option now. I think um, the mood I detect, particularly when in the UK where it is, really tough is, right, well, what are we going to do about it? We can't just do the traditional thing of cutting back numbers and just, you know, holding your breath and uh, waiting for the storm to pass. You know, the storm is, it's a, um, you know, a perfect storm. You know, you, you've, you've got to change the business because if you don't do anything now to come through 
where we are in terms of if this, the, the wobble on consumer confidence and, and spending, if you just wait for it to pass, you won't be in any fit state when you've got big, really lean sort of um, online players and smaller, um, really clever ones like Misguided and Boohoo um, just taking away your business. So that isn't an option. And if I can just get you to cast your mind forward to uh, later this year, final day of the World Retail Congress, you're exhausted, it's been a busy time, you've spoken to many people, and you're sitting back and taking stock of it all. What to you would mark a successful WRC 2018? The thing we, we've worked on harder and harder in recent years as the industry's become more challenged is that I think there used to be an adage that if you could send people away with one great idea for the business, you've done a great job. We've realized for the last two or three years that, that we have to do more than that. And we, so I think success for me is when we get that buzz, when we get that feedback from people saying, wow, you know, I've heard several ideas. I'm going to take all these back. My book is full of, of ideas. I've made great connections. And, and as they do often say, thank you for that presentation, that piece of research, because that's really helped clear my mind, give me some clarity on, on what we need to do. That, that's the, the buzz that I get when you get that sort of feedback. And just finally, your impressions of NRF. I'm not sure how many times you've been to the, the big show, quite few, but quite uh, your impressions so far this year? Uh, well, it's incredible. It just feels like it gets uh, bigger and bigger. And I think going back to our earlier point about the importance of technology, I mean, literally it, it buzzes here with the technology that is changing, uh, changing retail. And, uh, you know, we're a global event, uh, but, you know, we, we work closely with NRF. We're, they're a partner of ours. We work closely together, but this is equally uh, a truly international uh, uh, gathering and when you just see retailers from uh, all over the world um, wanting to learn and exchange ideas you know it's, it's every year I come you get that incredible uh, incredible buzz from it. Ian thank you very much indeed Ian McGargle from uh, the World Retail Congress thank you. You've been listening to the Retail Exchange podcast subscribe online at the retailexchange.co.uk and join the debate on Twitter hashtag retail exchange This episode is brought to you by retail transformation agency Visual Thinking in association with Retail Focus magazine. Thanks for listening.